you guys. Welcome back to the third episode of Spirituality with Steph, and thanks for checking in. So, sorry that it's been a bit since the last podcast. I've really been trying to think and, like, formulate everything because, um, as I've mentioned before, everything really ties in together, so it's kind of hard to separate, um, but I am going to do a segment today on empaths. So, for anybody who doesn't know what an empath is, it's a person with the ability to feel the mental or even physical state of another. Okay, so I know that sounds kind of crazy, but there's scientific research literally proving this theory, and I actually took a class on it, and it was called, it was at the University of Rhode Island, um, Psych 384, for anybody that wants to check it out and doesn't believe me. It's um, cognitive psychology, and it's a requirement for the nursing major, I'm pretty sure, because there are a lot of nursing um, majors in my class. So the theory behind that is the mirror neurons. So a mirror neuron, essentially, it's like its function is to reciprocate what they're perceiving. And that makes a lot of sense because like people know how to sympathize with each other, you know, like when somebody, you know, experiences a death in the family or something, you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And you can feel like sad for them, you know? So um, that, that is like normal. Obviously I'm not saying if you feel sad for somebody that had a loss, like you're empathic, like you might be, but that also is just a sign that you're not a serial killer. So like good for you, I guess. Yeah. So the theory behind that going with the mirror neurons, essentially, if you want to go into like a biological explanation of why this works, because that's also how I am. Um, some people could just have more mirror neurons than other people. And, um, anybody that's like a science major or anything, feel free to check me or like give me more, you know, confirmation of this because I, again, only took this one class on it because I wasn't like a science major, but, um, it was really interesting. So I'm going to go into a lot of the common signs that people see when you are an empath. So again, like everything is on kind of like a spectrum. So you don't have to be like, yes, I'm so empathic or like, no, I'm not empathic. So, I mean, the word empathic implies like, I mean, that's used in every, everybody, you know, everybody can be empathic. You can empathize with somebody's situation. You're like, okay, so I mean, if I were in their position, yeah, I would feel the same way, you know? So, I mean, everybody should empathize on a daily basis. So just spread that out anyway, but essentially it's like that. But some people can literally feel that sadness you know like I like I mean some people could just start crying and you know I start to feel depressed and like why do I feel depressed you know I don't really know this person like and it it can just really manifest depending on how sensitive you are to these things so initially coming out into all of this you won't you likely won't start to experience all of it at once Um, It's probably one thing here or there and it's as soon as you start to like open up to it, that's when you really can start using it. So I really didn't know much about this until I took that class and that's kind of where I started connecting it um, as in terms of empathy Um, because, you know, I am a very academic person. So I feel like just hearing all this random stuff about like spirituality and psychic abilities and all these things that you can't see, I'm like, all right. So when it starts to like connect and you actually understand it, it makes more sense and it makes you look more into it. So a lot of the common signs are being overwhelmed in public places is one. Um, So that's a huge one for me. Even now it's really hard um, 
for me to go into a lot of public places. Um, for example, like the mall is terrible. I hate going to the mall. I order everything online. And I went to a Red Sox game with my family um, in May because they were like, oh, I got tickets. Like, do you guys want to go? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, they know how sensitive I am around public places. Like, literally at my sister's graduation, I literally had to go to the bathroom. I was, like, crying. It was just not like anything. It was just I was so overwhelmed. Um just to preface this, I do have an anxiety disorder, so I don't want you guys to be like, oh my God, like she's so empathic, whatever, you know, because I also am attributing this to science. I do have really bad anxiety. However, let me finish the podcast and then I'll connect that dot. Um, so yeah, I went to the Red Sox game and I, again, was just so overwhelmed and there were so many people on the train and like my parents were like, oh my God, we can take the train in Boston. You can show me how to take the train. And I was like, oh. And I was like, can we just Uber? Like, I'll pay for it, please. And we took the train and I ended up crying like three times just because of I, I was just so fucking overwhelmed. Um, so essentially the reasoning for that is like you're literally feeling everybody else's energy. Again, it's not crazy to think that you can feel other people's energy, you know, like. I don't, like, you know, if you have, like, a magnet or something, you know, when you were younger and you used to, like, fuck around with your TVs and you'd go up to it and hold a magnet and, like, drag it around and, like, ruin, the like, the color and everything? I mean, maybe that was just me, but it's just, you know, the energy. Like, there's obviously polarized, like, thing in the magnet and then in the TV. It's not crazy to think that energy could interfere with each other. So, the next one is mood swings. So this was a huge one for me. Um, so I didn't even realize that this is what was happening until, again, maybe college. Like, so what happened was I was in high school and I was in a toxic relationship and um, I literally, it was at some point, I think I was like maybe 16 when I started to feel this, 15 or 16. And I started to feel literally insane. Like, I was going from just being my normal happy self to, like, being so angry and hostile. Like, I have never been a hostile person until, like, this period. And I was like, I don't know what is happening. Um, So it was really strange and I felt just fucking crazy. And then I, it felt the strongest, I noticed, when I was with or thinking about, like, things involving my ex. Um, Like, we were still together at that point. It was still just, like whatever. So it's not necessarily that that's what he was thinking or feeling, but it's just essentially his toxic energy, you know? So I went to the doctor because I was like, Hey, like, I'm just so angry all the time. Like I'm so hostile. Like, I don't know what's going on. And he was like, okay, like you could literally just like listed off everything from the DSM five. And I was like, okay, all right. Like I like, what do you mean? And The thing with a lot of these, like, I mean, literally pretty much all of the mental illnesses, like, there's no literal test for it, you know? Like, you can't just test my blood levels of some hormone or something. With depression, yes, you can do that, I'm pretty sure. Um, But, you know, with all these other things, like, oh, mood disorder, like, you're unstable. And I'm like, okay, I never felt this crazy. Like, obviously, they knew what was going on and they knew about, like, the extenuating circumstances, but still it was weird and I was put on a lot of like um anti-anxiety meds like antidepressant meds like and I was taking them and I didn't feel any better like I was still as hostile I was still as like mad and everything and I just like it couldn't like fix itself 
And then when I finally ended things for good with my ex, all of these like hostile feelings and everything stopped. Like swear on being like I was better. Like I really was. And it is just insane now thinking back that like I didn't connect it sooner. Um, so as I was also saying, um, that it's not necessarily feeling what they're thinking or what they're feeling. It could just be their energy. You could also do it with somebody's feelings and like even thoughts sometimes, you know, um, if it's going into like thoughts and everything also, even with feelings, it's like a psychic ability. So that's really exciting. Definitely be excited for when I do a podcast on that. So with feelings, um, for like, for an example, when your friend comes into the room, you know, and like, they're visibly sad, you know, and you are like, you feel down, you know, you're like, oh, like, damn, like, that's so sad, whatever. And that's, that's normal. And then for another example, your friend comes into the room, same friend, still is sad. However, they look completely fine. Like they're pretending they're fine. They don't want to talk about it. Like they're fine. But the thing is like, even though they're acting fine, like you feel weird, you know, like you're, you're the person that's like, Hey, are you mad at me? Like, Hey, like, is something wrong? And like, they end up being like, yeah, like this is wrong. You know, like I'm upset, whatever. And that could just be because maybe you have more mirror neurons or whatever the reasoning is, you know, it's just, that's a trait of an empath too. So a lot of times this happens unknowingly, like for more often than not, it happens unknowingly. So you don't know whose energy it is. You don't know like why you're feeling this way. So it's really important to like try to connect that. So it's honestly, it's so like, it's draining because you don't know like why you're feeling this way. Again, I didn't know why I was feeling so angry and hostile all the time. And like, then it finally, once I acknowledged it and I like ended that, it stopped. So it's just really interesting. And my friend, Sylvia, the mentor that I was telling you guys about, she was telling me how she does this all the time and she's super psychic. And she was telling me how she was doing this one time random, like, again, she didn't ask for this. It just happened and she doesn't drink or anything and it helps her with her spirituality. So that's like a personal preference for her and she doesn't drink again. So she wakes up one morning and she tells her husband that she's like craving red wine and like they went and like bought so many bottles of red wine and he was like, what? And she was like drinking the red wine and everything. And then, um, I forget how it came up, but like somehow the guy that it was about, like she contacted him because she had done a reading for him and like, she figured it was probably him. And she just like asked about this and like confirmed it. And once she confirmed it, it like stopped. So I, again, I know that sounds crazy, but maybe it's just because the mirror neurons know exactly like what they were mirroring, you know? And now their purpose is done. I don't know. Um, I do this a lot of times and it happens too with like physical ailments. So that's the next one. It can also happen with physical things. So, um, like if, for example, like your ankle hurts, whatever. And like, obviously it's like, Oh, I empathize with you. Um, but you know, like sympathy pains, people say like that, or if you're thinking about it, like it's, it's psychosomatic, whatever, but like you know, why are you feeling that? You know, there's, there's a reason that you're feeling that. Um, so it also an example for the physical illness. Um, it's actually really crazy. So I was getting 
certified in Reiki. So anybody that doesn't know what Reiki is, it's um, a holistic healing method. It's energy healing. So it works with the chakras and like your energy centers and everything. So we can talk about that another time. I'm not asking you to believe in that now. But anyway, I am definitely very empathic. Um, like severely, I don't know. It it really interferes with my life a lot, honestly, because I just get so overwhelmed by everybody's energy. So I'm going to do a part on taking care of yourself at the end for that. Um, so the physical um, ailments and everything. So I was doing Reiki on this woman that I was getting certified with. And I was over my, you hold your hands over the person and that's how you feel the energy. So I was over her lungs and immediately like my breath, I was so short of breath. Like I just had like a chest pain. Like I just couldn't breathe. And I held my hands there and I was still trying to heal it. Cause I was like, this isn't me. Like I don't have breathing problems. Like I don't even have asthma. And afterwards I had, con- I had asked her and I was like, Hey, so like, Um, I like immediately, like it was while I was doing Reiki because it was so overwhelming and it wasn't going away. Um, so I was like, Hey, um, do you like by chance, like, I, I don't know, have like a a lung thing. Like I can't breathe. And because I had never done Reiki before, you know, I'm like, this sounds crazy. Like how am I feeling this woman's pain? You know, I'm like, um, and she literally looked at me and she was like, Yes. Like she was like, I just quit smoking today because I literally have, I forget what kind of lung disease thing she has, but like, what? Like, it's just insane. So that's some food for thought. But again, um, more common signs are gut feelings. Um, you're always tired. You might have an addictive behavior, like drinking, smoking, like nicotine, um, and essentially the reasoning for that is just because it distracts from the energy that you're feeling it all the time, you know? So it helps you focus on something other than that. Um, another one is you're interested in metaphysics, spirituality, holistic healing, and like you might not even know why, you know, you're listening to this podcast. Why are you listening to this podcast? You know, there must be a reason you're interested in this and there's probably a reason. Um, another symptom is boredom, distraction, um, daydreaming. So Obviously, everybody does these things, but it's when it's to an extent and there's no, like, literal reason why. Another one, too, is feeling more at peace after you clean your room. Um, So, again, not in the typical sense of, like, oh, cool, I feel accomplished, whatever, just did it. But, like, you can lay in your room in, like, a clean room and you just feel so, like, good, you know? Um, So, those are some examples. And also another one is remote empathy. So like I was explaining of that story with Sylvia and the guy who drank the wine all the time, she was doing that remotely. So like she was tapping into somebody else's like energy, like she didn't know she was doing it. You know, she didn't do it on purpose. Um, when you do readings and everything for people, spiritual readings like tarot cards or, um, you're interacting with people in your field, you know, you're literally connecting your energy to that person's energy. Okay, you're literally connecting the energy. So it's not that crazy because like you at one point were connected to their energy. So the next example of the remote. So I was working with Sylvia again, of course, um, and I was about to go to Europe for five weeks. I was, you know, hopping around Europe. And for some reason, I mean, it was a little bit after like the terror attacks had been happening in Europe and it was only like maybe I mean, not obviously only one, but like it was not like a significant chain of events where any normal person would be 
afraid of going, you know? So I was thinking about it and I was just thinking about Europe and originally I was so excited and then I started getting so scared. Like I was petrified that like some terror thing was going to happen and I just, I don't even know. So I had contacted Sylvia and I just asked for a reading, you know, and I wanted to know about Europe and if it was going to be safe to go, whatever. And she was like, yeah, I'm not seeing anything like that. But she was explaining it to me and she was like, the reason you probably felt like that is because you were tapping into like that city's energy and how they were just obviously so afraid after it had happened. And that was like all of their, like their thoughts and feelings, you know? So, um, that kind of ties in. So I don't know if that kind of makes sense to you guys, but, um, so places and things can also have energy and it essentially just absorbs like the energy of the people, if I'm understanding correctly. And like the events that occurred there, um, so, like, one way that I can explain this kind of is when we were doing um, a psychic training with Sylvia, obviously, um, we did this thing. It was called psychometry. So, you pick an object off of your body that you wear, like, every day. So, I did one of my rings because I wear my rings all the time. And um, you put it in a basket and swap an item. So, like, you just kind of pass the basket around and grab an item. So, I grabbed an item and it felt like a ring, but it wasn't mine because it was, like, smaller. And I wasn't looking at it because when I do readings and stuff, I do it kind of, like, on intuition. So, looking at it would not really benefit me. So, I had my eyes closed. I was just holding it. And um, I saw pictures of wedding bells, like, almost, like, kind of cartoony, but not. And then I could hear them, like, chiming. And then I saw, like, a wedding dress and, like, a couple leaving the altar and everything. And... Um, then I saw a little red Corvette, um, like two door and I had said that. And then I also described the man and he was like wearing like a green construction type, um, like kind of implying that he was like a handyman. Um, that was like more his job and, um, like mid fifties, forties, um, salt and pepper hair. And like, I was like describing him and the woman next to me was like, no way. And I was like, what and she was like literally like you just described my late husband like that was like we restored a little red corvette like that like that's him and she was saying that like she's had him around and she's had experiences with him and everything so like that was just so exciting to hear because I didn't even know that I could do these things so going into the workshop it's really just like okay like try it and I was like okay so this is what I'm seeing I don't know if I'm just insane but and just having that confirmation was really crazy. So that's an example of how like items and everything have energy as well. Um, some other examples of traits are experiencing digestive disorders and back pain. So I know it's like a really common thing in our society. So again, not everything can be attributed to being an empath, but there are a lot of empaths in the world. You know, this is not like a rare thing. It's not the craziest thing. It's the craziest thing that nobody's fucking talking about it. You know what I mean? So I'm just really trying to, I mean, you know, who am I to tell you anything? I'm not like a NASA scientist or anything, but you know, there's doctors and there's doctor empaths that are, I forget her name. I think her name is Judith something, but if you Google empaths, like she is an MD, she talks about empaths and everything with this. So another big one, um, is 
experiencing like discomfort and like you can't tolerate watching like news radio newspapers like reading the newspaper sorry um tv scenes violence like anything involving like the violence cruelty of the world it hits you like a lot harder than most people you know it makes you so uncomfortable so upset so as i had said a lot of these are signs and symptoms that i have experienced personally um because obviously i'm attesting to that they're happening so i want you guys to know um Again, these are listed on the top common signs. So these you probably are maybe experiencing. And if you're experiencing maybe a couple, like definitely look into it more. As I said, there's a lot of resources out there. There's a lot of videos. If you're very into it, um, you can look more into exactly like your signs and symptoms. Next part I'm going to get into is really important. It's about like protecting your energy and like helping you not feel so overwhelmed. Um, so this even still is really hard. I struggle with this. Um, meditation definitely will help a lot. I should definitely meditate more than I have been. Yeah. There's also crystals that are supposed to help their grounding crystals. Um, so basically you can also look into the type of crystals. I haven't done a podcast on that yet. Um, but any of like the black crystals are grounding crystals, um, like black obsidian, um, Apache's tears, um, Hemolite, stuff like that um they all help so you can use them while you meditate um and you can also like keep them in your pocket you can like have them on a bracelet they sell bracelets rings like you can also just say positive affirmations about it and be like i want to experience this energy but like i don't want to feel this overwhelmed like i can't handle it please present it in a more um able way your spirit guides can hear you like obviously they don't want you to have a a tough time like handling this and everything so you can just ask them to help you with it another one is um visualizing yourself just like literally in a golden bubble like you can picture it like sparkly however you want um just basically like it's your energy you're protecting your own energy um and i know this sounds kind of crazy and it's just like swipe or no swiping or whatever but um, you know, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I don't know why any of this works, but this is what I'm sharing with you is what I know. Um, and these are the tools that I've been using. So thanks so much for listening to this podcast, guys. I hope you gained some insight from it. And again, if you have any questions, let me know. Thanks for listening. Bye.